This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Today's episode is sponsored by Organifi, the world's best superfoods company. Use coupon code SOBERLIFE at checkout, all one word, to receive 15% off any of your Organifi purchases. Again, SOBERLIFE, coupon code 15% off all of your Organifi purchases. Check it out. Hi, this is Andy Bauman from Tom Ham's Lighthouse. I'm the chair of San Diego Restaurant Week. Please join us for San Diego Restaurant Week from September 24th to October 1st, with lunches available from $10 to $20 and dinner available from $20 to $50. Visit SanDiegoRestaurantWeek.com to see more than 180 restaurants participating in Restaurant Week. Yo, welcome to another episode of the Sober Life Audio Experience. Experience. Dun, dun, dun. How Bye. often do you practice that? Oh, shoot. Just every Jump week. Jump it in. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. This is yeah. your show. Just... <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Well, we have a guest today. Yes. Why don't you go I ahead know. and Very no, do, do your run through? Do your run through. It's totally fine. You already. You, hey, listen. It's it's already messed up. I've already sabotaged yeah, your opening. We're good. Oh, go. that's so appropriate. Brian, we have a guest, obviously, in the house, a special he, he, guest. He, he's a loving interruption. He's he, going to shake some shit up. Is. Yes. He's going to yes, he sucker is. punch you in the testicles. I'm a nice guy. Ovaries. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't do that. Josh, why don't you do unto others yourself. as they do unto you, yes, right? I don't want to nut punch anyone. Why don't you introduce yeah. yourself to the audience for those listening? Oh. I'm jo- <laughs> My name is Joshua Berglund. There we go. Yes, Joshua Berglund. Yes. In the house. I don't even want to explain what I do for a living. It's just too long and confusing, so I don't know what kind of intro you want me to give. Um, well, You didn't give wow, me a we've script. Never, we've never had that problem. Oh. Uh-uh. Maybe just like a well, three-letter you know title. You know what I'm really passionate about? Tell us. So I've, you know, one of the things that I do is I custom formulate skincare lines and all that stuff, but... I've been an outspoken advocate for CBD for a very long time. Okay. And I am but I'm I'm passionate about true education. Like that's let's talk facts. Okay. Okay. And so I've kind of like sabotaged my company and what I do to focus more on being an ambassador for CBD. Ooh, um, interesting. And I, dig I it. really really it, it, it I to me it's something that saved my life okay. and it's allowed me to <laughs> I mean I put in the work but I was allowed to kill a lot of demons, yeah, and and get off a lot of that pharmaceutical crap they were giving me that was making me crazier than I was when I was doing hardcore drugs. <laughs> um, so, Josh, if I'd never listened to this show and didn't know anything, what would CBD be? Yeah. So, CBDB. CBDB. What would CBD be? <laughs> so. I, I'm one of the things is I'm not a scientist, but I can tell you from reading. I do read a lot of studies. Yes, and one of the most the shocking things to me, and I'll start from the beginning, is that physicians, a lot of physicians, believe that CBD is a psychoactive drug. Okay. Okay. There's nothing psychoactive about it. Okay. There's there's uh, there's THC and cannabis, and yes, right. that's the stuff that's going to alter your mindset. Some say give Get you clarity. You some may 
be stoned. Some yeah. may be you makes you hungry, right. whatever. <laughs> but they're two separate things. And starting there with education leads you down a wormhole. So I'm one of these people that I like to get lost in the wormhole. So like if something interests me, I like to research and research and research. Right, right, and research. right, right. So yeah, I've yeah. done it with conspiracy. This is why I don't watch. <laughs> I can't go to like InfoWars Info and listen to Alex Jones. Sorry, can I not talk about them? No, you can anyway. talk about anything. Okay. okay. Well, so first, I, let's, yeah. let's, let's back up. We just went right into Sorry. no lubricant. Uh, yeah. Let's just back up okay. one second, Josh. Every time, before we have a guest on... We have our little process that you interrupted oh dramatically. It's okay. So rude. We're okay yeah. with it. But we like to start with three questions for yes. every guest. Oh. So, Brian? First question, what's your vision? Yourself, the world, so, humanity, whatever. Vision, baby. What your is vision. it? I'm always going to be about fighting and trying to help the people that can't help themselves. Okay. Or helping people realize that they can help themselves. Got ah. it. Um, that, so that's def, that's a definite thing. I mean, even when I worked with complex disabilities for 18 years, it was about fight, you know, fighting for other people that couldn't help themselves. But that has transferred over as I've, you know, gone through some changes and try striving to grow every day. Part of that growth is seeking people to help. And and to look after and to lend a helping hand or sometimes it's just giving advice or sometimes it's just shutting up and listening. Mm. That's a pretty helpful move sometimes. I can dig it. All right. So when I'm not hijacking shows, I actually can listen. (laughs) We shall see. Interesting. We shall see. Okay. Question number two. What do you love? What What do you you love? Like I love my dog. I love my girlfriend. I really love my mom. I love Mm. my brother. And truthfully, honestly, I love life, man. I am living the dream. Okay. Okay. Nice. I can dig it. I'm down. Yeah. That's an acceptable answer. (laughs) Sweet. I've passed so far. I approve. So question number three is uh, what is a book that has influenced or shaped you? Oh, that's that's super easy. Tools of Titans is cool, but um, Code of an Extraordinary Mind. Mm. By Vision, I'm, I'll butcher his last name, but he's from MindValley.com. It's an incredible okay. book, and it was basically the first book I ever read that made me believe it was okay to make my own rules and to live without limits. And how did that? How did that have an impact in your life? Like, what did that translate into for you? It meant that my instincts were always right. Mm. I except for the ins- mm. the the instincts that let you know when I was. Never mind. That's a whole other story. But when I'm thinking clearly and focused on my mission and what my purpose is in life, it defied what other people it it defied what other people believe was possible. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so, and I wanted to live life a certain way. I wanted to do business a certain way. I wanted to do everything a certain way that was centered around, at the very core, helping people. Hmm. But do it in every single intra in industry that I, I could possibly work in: renewable energy, skincare, cosmetics, right. luxury travel, anything right. that interests me. Art, I could do whatever. Okay, yeah. like, there's no limits to what I can do. Okay, so Damn. give give like give us and the listener give us some background. Well, give us yeah, some background with you. Yeah. Like you're 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 sober. You're you're here. You're in San Diego. Where are you from? Like, and you, you, it sounds like you're in some different um, arenas. 
you know, for a living, like sure. uh, provide some context. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. Um, <laughs> well, the short, I'm originally from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, very, very proud of being from that state. It's, yeah. it's given me a really star, so, solid uh, va- like values <laughs> and just that. It, it, I love the Midwest mindset as far as like hard work, roll up your sleeves, right. never it. quit. Got it. So, okay, so that shaped me, but I also had this vision that was so far bigger than Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Really, it was a global view of how I wanted my world to work. Right. Got it. And so I knew I had to leave. And so I moved out to California, did L.A. for nine months. Uh, <laughs> that was an adventure. Uh, and then um, look, moved to Laguna like Nigel. Okay. And I was there for two and a half years. And now I've been in San Diego for uh, a little over a month now. Woo, and I, and San Diego has uh, day one been home. I mean, it's – I love it here. I'm running for mayor in 2020. Nice. Um, I'm not even okay. – I'm being serious too. Okay. Um, you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> I'm going to be the mayor. He uh, said it. He declared it. It's going to happen. Yes. I, I really love this city. I believe in the people here. I love the fact that – I mean, my mom and stepdad were just here and – they're like, oh my gosh, it reminds me of Oklahoma. (laughs) So it it, it has that feel, but yet a a little bit of SoCal. And yeah, so that's, I'm out here. Um, I do work in a lot of different industries. Again, I've already shared some of that. Um, But I was, I was to get into it. I was somebody that experienced a lot of trauma early on, Um, you know, starting with being molested, then Mm -hmm. being physically abused um, and dealing with, And it all kind of then started from, oh, okay, so sex and alcohol is going to make me feel better. Oh, well, then cocaine and ecstasy are going to free my mind. Right. And and, and it just – and like at first it was one of those things that helped make the the nightmares in my head and dulled the images that were haunting me nonstop. And having that opportunity – like and then to be free from that temporarily, Mm. I got addicted to that. Right. Because that – that was the first feeling of relief that I had, tr- trauma. Like, I mean, one of the craziest things that I can ever think of is that I started, I was, when I was molested, I was told if I said anything that my ass was going to be beaten and they would tell the whole world, that, the whole, whole school that I was a faggot. I didn't yeah. even know what it meant then. <laughs> yeah. But like when that happened, I, you know, I, I didn't say anything. I internalized it. And coupling with, you know, my sisters having just left and I didn't know why I thought it was something I did. And then the physical abuse that started, I internalized and I learned to kind of like run away inside my head and hide and where I would just (laughs) shut down. I learned how to shut down and not feel, but I don't think it's natural for humans to not feel something. Right. So when, when I, it was (laughs) the funny, this is sick, but the truth is when I was molested by my female babysitter. I think that I probably had more to do with that actually happening than being a victim. Hmm. That's how screwed up already wow. I was. And then wow. then figuring out like hey set, uh these these drugs take away this these images that hurt and excites me then the drugs because it took away the hurt because no one really wants to hurt. Wow. I've completely, I've been very successful in business. I have been very, very successful and I've been an epic failure too. Mm. I've thrown away every opportunity that God gave me. Mm. Um, somehow after my sixth time in jail, I finally broke 
And I thought I was going to be there for five years. Mm. And somehow, by the grace of God, man, I uh, yeah, I remember. I I, I, I I was given I was given a pardon in a in multiple ways, and um, I've been on a quest ever since then that. I'm realizing that, you know, I, God didn't put me here to be the best salesman in the world. That's not, even though I'm a great hype man, I can promote, if, some, right. if I believe in something, I won't shut up about it. Right. And even though I, I, I don't believe that I was meant to be, and so I've had all of these business deals fall through, testing my faith in this process. Right. But ultimately what I was called to do was to to help others. And if it's with my story, Mm-hmm. With its what you know the a, a different product or something that I discover that is changing lives to mm-hmm. to use my voice to use the things that God did give me right as a v, as a way of helping others because mm-hmm. I think that's all everyone has a different purpose we're all right. assigned a different role in this world so if this is what mine is then I've got to do it I've yeah. got to, I've got this is what I've got to dedicate my time to this and like these Facebook lives that people do and like we're doing a Facebook live now. And then, and you see all of them, like everyone is now into this, the Facebook lives and talking about products and promoting. Like, I actually think it's a beautiful thing. You know, it, to me, it's better than a generic post of someone just trying to sell something, like stick a picture up there and, right. and, and plug your product. Well, it's, it's also social media right now is king yes. over everything. Hmm. And so what's great is that, yeah, social media can be used to promote businesses, to promote products, to make money as a as a way of selling, as a way of funneling, but it can also be used to spread a message, a message Amen. of hope, a message of recovery, a message of information at times, just messages that maybe aren't available to everyone. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. You know? Uh yeah, you're you're so right. And then this is our that to me this is like you you guys are doing a service. Mhm. Like no one's paying you to do this. You're doing this because this is right. something you feel called or led to do. Yes, right. And you true. guys, I mean, dude, I've I've watched the podcast yeah. or I with uh Matt our boy Matt Schaefer was here. Yes. And shout out Matt Schaefer. What's up, Matt Schaefer? Um and I and I watched that and I was like blown away and just and then seeing your Facebook lives, like you have an amazing impact on people. That dude, Roman, is is like that is a true gift to be able to connect with people in all of those different ways. Thank so what you. you're doing is you're yeah. blessing people's lives. And that is a, that is something you're called to do. Like the financial side of it, like that stuff, when you're doing what you're called to do, right. the financial stuff just works out. That's not yeah. the focus. I've never once heard you talk about being about the money and any of that. Like you are truly, right. truly driven to help people. And that to me is amazing. Well, at the end of the day, man, that's the only thing that matters. You know what I'm saying? I can't take millions of dollars in the casket with me. I mean, yeah. I, I technically could. It would be a dick, <laughs> it would be a dick move. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I could. Right. But you know, it's it's about legacy. It's about helping others. It's yeah. about creating change in this world. Absolutely. And, um, so I know that we're on the same page. Yeah. yeah. Not to entirely change the subject, but I'm going to entirely change the subject. <laughs> You mentioned CBD. Yeah. Talking about CBD. CBD, I don't know if you know this or not, Josh, but in the recovery community, in the 12-step community, in addiction and alcoholism community, CBD is a very, very controversial topic. It is in regular communities as well, but I, I feel like in these recovery communities, it's taboo. 
to even talk about because there's so many people that are either anti-CBD and will fight you to the moon and back on why it's so terrible. Yeah. And then you have the other side that's like pro-CBD that won't even hear your opinion because they're so right. And they're, and and because of that, no one really talks about it. So I you know, figured you are an authority on the subject. At least you're passionate about it. Yeah. And you do a lot of work in talking about it. And we as being sober men in, in this, you know, community would love to open a dialogue to talk about what your thoughts on CBR. Maybe we can ask you a few questions. Sure. Play that game. Yeah, let's go. Well, the first thing, my first argument is this. Yes. If CBD is in breast milk, how bad can it be for you? Think about what breast milk does for you. Dang, right off the bat. (laughs) I mean, seriously, it's in breast milk. You're gonna you give an argument that breast milk, the thing that feeds your brain, builds your bones, those right. nutrients, you're gonna tell me those are bad for you? I mean I, I would say that um you know, if you're a twenty seven year old man who's still <laughs> breastfeeding, then that's probably 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 <laughs> so <not>. my second <laughs> my fo- my follow up to that is this. There are now studies. Um I challenge anyone. Israel is the lead First of all, when it comes to like medical devices and technology, yeah, they're on it. Yeah. When it comes to cannabis research as a whole, the entire CBD, THC, the whole yeah. aspect of it, Israel is the leading country in the world in research. Wow. Everything from autism that. to strokes to uh, the HIV research is just beginning. Uh, cr- I mean, the chronic pain. Now there's a study out about how CBD can rebuild bone. It makes sense, right? Since breast milk helps you. A baby's bones develop, at right. least for my knowledge. I'm not an expert in making ba- – well, I do have kids. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I like to practice. Anyway, um, I got, like, got off track there. So if anything now they're showing – there's research that suggests, and it is not proven as a fact yet, but it is proven as research yes. that we as a, humans have a CBD deficiency. Okay. So <clears throat> just like you take – multivitamin supplements and you take in, you're taking folic acid and all, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're doing that because you think you have a deficiency. <laughs> you're trying right. to supplement that. Mm-hmm. But if they actually have proof, if it, if it repairs the brain, the part of that makes an addict just die and crave that, that fix. Yeah. To heal that part of the brain. Hmm. There's studies that prove that. So again, tell me, how is it bad when there's no side effects, no overdoses, no no chemical um, – Do you uh, feel th- high when you use CBD? No. Okay. What's it Absolutely feel like? Do no. you feel anything? Well, if you're someone that's high energy like me, it's chill. Okay. Here's the other thing too about when you use CBD. Yeah. When you use CBD, it, it goes to what is needed most. It's like the smartest – plant in the world think about it it goes to what you need first so if you have inflammation issues it's going to go to that if you're really struggling on the mental side it's going to go heal it's going to go feed that first that's what it's supposed to do okay it just seeks what to heal it is my we are just scratching the surface on the research but there's never been 
there's where has there been a side effect for CBD use? And and, and think about all the other drugs that are prescribed to people. Yeah. Holy jeez, yeah. man! Like those there's, there's the, anything synthetic you put in your body, your body is going to reject like it's poison. It may use it, but it's still going to try to rush it out of your system. Right. That can't be good either. But yet, no. for some reason, when you take CBD, you don't have that problem. Let me play devil's advocate real quick and just say on, on the other side of the fence, mm-hmm. one of the arguments that can be made is that CBD, uh, the gateway aspect, <laughs> saying, saying, and this is this is for drug addicts. This is real. Alcoholics, someone that is new to sobriety. Yes, this is real. That reaching for CBD can be a way for the addict who is suffering to slowly jump back into his addiction, almost fooling himself. <sighs> Meaning that I'm, I'm looking for something to fix because I have a problem when there might be other solutions and s- s- maybe start taking CBD. They have some sort of reaction to it, some sort of yeah. Whatever, and then the thought comes along that well, maybe I could just well, smoke maybe, weed. yeah, maybe I could just smoke weed, or maybe I could take a drink. Alcohol's legal, yeah, right. And next thing you know, they're f- right back into their disease and their addictions. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna also challenge this too. So typically, when someone goes and becomes sober, yeah. They're a little bit like there can be some argument about different pharmaceutical drugs that can be used. Like a this is true. Okay. Yeah. All right. So look at the side effects of that. That can be you can become addicted to those pills just as easy, right? Because there is like, right. oh my god, I need my pill. I need my pill. What if it's like a Xanax or something? Mm-hmm. Okay, but mm-hmm. so then what about sugar? Think about what sugar does to the brain. Sugar and doing cocaine they trigger the same parts parts of the brain. So, okay, really? That your arguments the argument there sucks too. Yeah. So, it, sugar and then f- fried food, cigarettes, nicotine. Wait a second, so it's okay to smoke cigarettes? Well, sugar doesn't get you high though. The hell it doesn't. The hell it doesn't. I'm it, not going to it, 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 it alters your state. Yeah, but someone isn't going to like rob their mom for sugar, like for money for sugar, like what, uh, where they will for like getting money for cocaine or crack. This is true. But the, using that argument again is CBD doesn't have any effect in you. It doesn't, it does, it heals that part of the brain, not alters it. Heals, not alters. That is a major, like you, this argument to me, I, I've, I mean, I've got a machine gun to shoot every down, one of these arguments down because they're all wrong. The way that it, the way that sugar affects your brain, the way that nicotine affects your brain, the way that fried food affects you. Right. When CBD's healing that, how can that be bad? And it's proof. But yet, none of the other things that you're allowed to take, none of them, you're going to tell me that none of these other things that you take that affect your freaking brain, these are okay. But CBD that heals that part of your brain is bad. Your argument sucks. Mm. Sorry. I get a little passionate. I mean, this is the problem that we yeah. have is like these – look, in freaking half the people that are judge making judgment in rehab anyway, they've, they're addicted to other shit anyway. Right. Mm. I mean, they are. They, they're, they're, they've traded something, being obsessed and being a busybody. Mm. Like 
everyone like re- rehab in in the programs can be some of the most judgmental places. It's worse than church sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's so catty. That's an addiction yeah. too. Being an asshole is an addiction. Mm-hmm. That's just as bad. It, it's it's worse than it's worse than doing CBD. Mm-hmm. It, it defies what the what are the, the the twelve steps? I mean, being kind and looking out for other people. I mean, I don't even know what they are, but I mean, I'm just telling you that at the center of it, it's about being genuine. And, and being truthful and making when you do someone wrong, asking for forgiveness, right. making things right. Mm-hmm. It's just about doing the right thing. How can do, taking CBD that heals your brain, how can that be bad when all of these other things alter you and are bad for you? I think in the context of a drug addict or someone who has a history of using drugs and abusing <clears throat> them, you know, losing control once they start making many decisions not to not not to use but end up using anyways i think it could be a possible you know just playing devil's advocate here a sure. possible you know way to go back to using drugs or to and- get that that you know that overwhelming desire right okay i i'm i'm using cbd maybe there's some sort of change in behavior or mood which could trigger some sort of you know what craving. I mean? Craving, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or obsession. So yeah. I, let me just share with you my personal journey then. <clears throat> Please. So when I discovered cocaine and ecstasy, I don't mean to sound like I was a weekend rager. Um, I got to the point like within about when I actually just started using it. Yeah. Using it five days a week. And I'd go through periods where I'd hit the wall, have a divorce, go back right to it, do mm-hmm. it again. But I mean – I was a user, and when I w- couldn't find cocaine, I would use meth. Okay. Because that same effing voice and, and, and the trickster, the devil, whatever, the, my dark passenger would just talk and tease me mm-hmm. and show me highlight reels of the life that I wanted right. or <laughs> wanted when I was high. Right. And... Nothing in the world, not my faith, giving my life to Christ, none of that stuff, and trying to do that, none of that ever changed me before. And yes, I put in the work now. I do it. I'm very, I'm, I don't miss. I, I put, put in work in the afternoon and at night, too. Like, I have to work at it. But I don't have that voice, that craving, that urge that is overwhelming and it takes over me to the point that I can't control anything. Mm-hmm. That's not there. I mean, it's not the same thing. And I feel like I get better. I was also able to eliminate so many medications. I'm healthier than I've ever been in my life. I mean, do I, I like to eat, but I mean, right. Shout like out I'm healthier than, yeah. Right. Shout what, out. So what, what kind of meds were you me. on, Josh? Were you on, uh, on antidepressants or? It's antidepressants. I was on a medication for PTSD, which I forget the name of it. Now I was on two different bipolar medications um, of course, all the antidepressants. I was on a um, ADHD drug as well. So, that, and all that stuff. You were in a cocktail. And, and see, in, in your experience, from your perspective, CBD was helpful in getting you off all of that. I'm saying right now that I'm off all my medications because of CBD. Interesting. Okay. Wow. And I'm saying That's that huge. when I would take, when I would take, um, well, I had Ritalin too for a little bit, but the, the what was the, it's Adderall. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that stuff. Um, I can say made me horny on here. Can I? 
Yeah. Like it would make me, <laughs> yeah. it would put me in that sexed out, like want yeah. to go pursue sex. Yeah. Like that was, it stimulated the wrong part of my brain. Like yeah. speed. Yeah, like basically. That's exactly. Salt. That's exactly. Yeah. So I, my, I, I have my personal experience with it, why I'm so passionate about it, because I know what my life was like before. And like I said, look, if I don't, if I quit, if I didn't, if I quit putting in the work, I'm probably screwed anyway. <laughs> right. But I mean, so, but I still really do attribute the fact that I can no, be no, as normal as I'm going to be because of CBD. Uh, I feel pretty good about it. Right. So, would you recommend it for someone who has a history of drug abuse and is a drug addict? Would you recommend that they use CBD? And what would you recommend it for, if you would? That's a good question. Um, well, first yeah. of all, I. I really believe I really believe that you should always talk to your doctor first. Have an honest discussion, but it, and here's the here's the the funny thing about talking to your doctor. You may have to educate your doctor. Mm. Meaning you may have to bring the research that you've been reading, which I encourage you just search Israel studies CBD. Take it to your doctor, make him learn. If he doesn't want to learn, get a new doctor. It is his responsibility as a medical professional to learn this stuff. The same way he goes to those drug vacations where Pfizer and people like that are buying everybody. You know what I mean? Right. So if it it is, and he goes and learns for the weekend or she learns for the weekend. No, they have a responsibility if you bring this into them to learn. So as far as, so that's, that's to be the responsible thing off, off the mics. I would feel very safe giving it to either one of you because I know for a fact you're not going to have a side effect. Mm. But the question I'm going to ask you first is what kind of medication are you taking? Right. Because here's the thing, and this is super important for anyone listening. I, I, I mean this sincerely because I'm not an advocate for the use of CBD and, and, and that's the, all I can see. No, I'm a realist and I want the facts to come out. So the reason why you should talk to a doctor is because there are drug interactions as far as the way that CBD interacts with the, the bad chemicals of a drug yeah. is is you have to know how to dose, basically. And I hate even using that word, but it's it's what it's called. And you like if you're taking pain medication, you're wanting to taper off. Well, you got to make sure you take less, less pain pills when you start using CBD. Mm-hmm. It, it, there is a balance. Yeah. You can't mix this stuff because so so psych meds, um, statins, uh, pain medication, of course, like bipolar medication. Those things you cannot just go. Hey, I'm going to start using CBD and still take all that stuff. It doesn't work right. that way. Consult so you should talk to a doctor. Yeah, okay. I, 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 yeah, and I, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Di- here, what I did is I just quit taking it. I did, I hated the way it made me feel, and I just started taking CBD immediately. Okay, mm. it, but that that is something that that's a foolish, dangerous thing to do. Right? Yeah, we do. And not I do do I advise. do not recommend doing that at all. But you got to talk to your doctor, and like I said, you got to be the one. You may be the one to educate because you have listeners all over the world. So yeah. you're not. I, I, this is not just people in California. Right. So California doctors are aggressively getting educated. People are leaving their fields of medicine, orthopedic surgeons, plastic surgeons. They're leaving to become cannabis doctors because they really genuinely care. It's amazing. Like I've did to talk to a lot of them, 
But you have people all over the world, so mm-hmm. their doctors may not be as educated. Less progressive. You, you have to you have to do your own research and bring it to them and tell them what you want to try. You are you are you have you are in charge of your own health. No one can tell you what to do. Right. So it, it is up to you to do this, but I'm telling you this is the safest solution i've ever come across in my life and i've never seen anything better that's worked better for me and it's not just me it's so many other people i know damn that's great i just want to add real quick to our listeners those that are listening um if you are in recovery if you are in sobriety if that's the life that you have chosen then making any decision like this should be, you should consult not only your doctor, I would say also your mentors, your advisors, your friends, family members, and be honest. I think honesty is probably the biggest, biggest thing in this topic yeah. is honesty. <clears throat> because, of course, it, 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 it's pretty clear that there are some there are some clear clear and data proven facts that cbd is helpful you can't dispute that but there also needs to be this needs to be cleared up is that it it's almost less important of what you are doing than why you are doing it right so your reason right. for anything in life, and specifically, I'd say for people in recovery thinking about doing CBD, ask yourself, am I doing CBD because I need it and a doctor has told me that I should try it out because I'm, you know, freaking out? Or do or do I want to do it because I have friends that do it or because I want a little yeah. escape from reality, you know? And if that's the answer, then don't, like, don't do it. Sure. Right? So, like, per- like personally for me, like, I wouldn't do it. And I'm, like, I'm in recovery like for me, I think that it's important that I stay committed to what I'm doing to stay clean and sober from all mood and mind altering chemicals. Not that I have any experience with CBD or that it alters your mood or mind. I've I've heard from actually a lot of people it doesn't, and it's like the same with kava. You know, I, I've heard people who have uh, have opinions on that. Right. That's another episode. And, and, and I mean, I just know it tastes like dirt. I want me, no part of it. For for me. You know, what I've got going on and the trajectory and the path I'm on, I, I feel comfortable, I feel confident, and, and I want to stay with what's working. Well, sure. you, may, you may not also, you may not need it, you know what I'm saying? And that's got to be the, the deciding factor is whether or not you need something. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If you're and needing the, all of those other drugs yeah, or, or you have anxiety issues and you feel like you need a drug to calm you down, right? like that's a good indication that CBDs would work for you. And I completely, and what Roman said was right. Like I completely respect you for that. Yeah. Like I really do, man. And, and, and ta- for those listening, if you don't need it, you know what I'm saying. If it. you're not on these other medications, then this isn't this is a no brainer. The absolutely. answer is no. Yeah. Right. You yeah. need to check your motives. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. You know, with anything you do in sobriety or recovery, check your motives. Definitely. If you are out of integrity and run it being by dishonest, people. yeah, or not running it by anyone, you're probably in the wrong. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or it's just not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. And so. we know what happens for the, the addict <laughs> yeah, that tries do. something. You know, a lot of people may need CBD that won't do it. And, and, and 
it's something I feel really heavy about is that the most important thing in my life, and it's the same in Brian's, I know this for a fact, is recovery, sobriety. Right. It's got to be number one. It is the most important thing. And so now I make decisions. I think about risk versus reward. And if there's any risk that I may go back to how things were. Sure. No, I'm not going to do it. You know, and I think that's where a lot of people in recovery stand is I'm not even going to entertain this idea because if there's a risk, I may relapse for a lot of, for a lot of drug addicts to relapse is to die. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to respect that. Yeah. You have to. Absolutely. Thank you, Josh. Hey, yes. man, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate Definitely. you. I get a little passionate about this issue. Oof. I love no, This it. is good. This is an amazing <laughs> episode. Great. For those listening, Facebook Live, love you guys. Thank you for being here. The The views and opinions on this show are of the people on the show. And <laughs> yeah, just my not opinion. not shared by anyone else in the studio. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. This has yeah. been another episode of the Sober, Sober Life, Life Audio, Audio Experience. Experience. Boom. Nice. That was Boom. Awesome, I, wouldn't in, I wouldn't interrupt the outro. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.